been searching for a podcast that shows up in your nightmares. One that shakes you to your core. Look no further. This is the Eerie Parlor. Short stories inspired by urban legends, real life experiences, folk tales, or nightmares. Take your seat and help yourself to the refreshments. Now we begin. Here's your host, Lady of the Woods. Welcome to the Eerie Parlor. I will be right with you. Oh, hey Liam. Are you having nightmares again? Hey, Miss Faven. Yeah, I'm having nightmares again. I was doing better, but there, about that night, my parents... I'm always happy to listen. Talking things through should help, so have a seat, and I'll put the kettle on. So, in the dream, I'm 12 again. I'm in my PJs, ready for bed. And on my nightstand is the latest Ookie Spooky's Tall Tales, a collection of short story horrors. The early books have stories with super creepy woodcut illustrations. This volume is different. Just one story about one creature, the Squiggle Man. A knobbly monstrosity that slithered along, squeezing into tight spaces and waiting for victims to come close before doling out their gruesome fate. In the first chapter, the monster mimicked children's voices to lure the elderly farmer into a barn. I knew then things would end poorly for the farmer. The story was getting intense when my parents came to tuck me in. I whined, begged to stay up, but they were adamant, bedtime now. My father joked about checking for monsters, but then I had to remind him that I'm too old for kid stuff. After they were gone, I flipped open my book light and kept reading. When the closet door creaked, I watched it swing open. My hyperactive imagination filled that dream closet with a million awful maybes, so I shined the book light toward the darkened doorway, counting on the protective power of a cheap stocking stuffer to keep me safe. Thankfully, the only things visible were clothes and my old toys. It is said that where nature provides substance, the mind supplies intent. Well, this book supplied plenty of intent, and a little too much intent. <sighs> the next woodcut showed it looming over the helpless farmer, massive, oily black eyes and gaping jaws with jagged teeth ready to snap him up. I heard hangers rattle and looked up to see knobbly limbs stretching across the bedroom toward me. Whenever I have this dream, I always wake up and think, next time. Next time I'll do something different. I won't just scream. I'll jump up, lock it in somehow, or attack it before it gets out. I'll find a way to stop it. But I don't. So I do the only thing I can do in this nightmare. And that's the scream.
my parents heard the commotion and rushed back into my room. Frantically, I pointed at the closet. Mom sat at the bed, consoling me. Dad dutifully searched for monsters. I insisted it was real, that I was not joking. Mom realized I was genuinely afraid and started singing our special No Monsters song. Monsters, monsters aren't are real. real, they're, they're all, all in your head. head. Go, Go to sleep, sleep Liam. Liam, you're, you're safe in your bed. bed. We sang it a few times, and I felt better. My father shut the closet, they kissed me again, and closed my bedroom door on their way out. I laid there, in a room that was too still, and I tried not to breathe too loud. Another creak of hinges. I grabbed the book light and shined it around the room. Slowly, God, so slowly I watched the closet door open wide. I ducked under the covers to look as small as possible. Maybe it would go away. I whispered the No Monster song over and over. It moved around my room, mimicking my dad's earlier search. I panicked, then felt foolish for hiding once I realized it knew that I'd never left my bed. I had to get out. I tossed off the blankets and jumped off the bed and came face to face with the monster. Its thick body writhed and twisted with pale mottled skin stretched too tight over gnarled masses of gristle and bone. Long ribbons of sickly flesh hung between it and the door frames fluttering in a breeze that I couldn't feel. Its long, wobbling neck swung low and it snapped its face upward, fixating on mine. Those huge, oily black eyes and vicious jaws with row upon row of jagged teeth were scant inches from me. The whole of its engorged countenance turned my insides to jelly. My stomach roiled, churning, and my skin crawled with revulsion. I couldn't move. I shrieked and hurled the book light at it, leapt around it, and raced out to the hall to my parents' room, screaming the whole way. Sobbing, I babbled out an explanation of what I'd seen. Then Dad checked my room again while I waited with Mom in the hall. I was so scared that the worst would happen to him, but Dad found nothing wrong in my room. After he gave the Dad's official seal of everything is A-OK, -okay, Mom led me back to my bed. Once they finally got me settled in, they paused at my door, bestowing concerned goodnight wishes. Then I saw it, in the bathroom across the hall, uncoiling, pallid and malevolent, just beyond my parents. I cried out, but it was too late. The monster hurled itself out the bathroom. It wrapped around my parents, twisting and jerking their bodies violently. I, I, I never remember much of what came next, just their screams and mine, and the monster snapping their bones and their blood just everywhere. Then, without ever moving, I'm in the bathroom too. The squiggle man loomed up like hell's own colossus, towering over me like the picture with the farmer, all knotted, ropey coils of twisting limbs and that cavernous maw overflowing with needle-sharp teeth and oozing blood ready to consume me. I couldn't fight that, so I closed my eyes, hoping it would be all over quick. Then, in a raspy mockery of my mother's voice, I heard it sing.
patted my shoulder. I recoiled hard, slipping in the gore as it slithered into the bathtub and down the drain. Then I heard the nauseating crunch of my parents' bodies squeezed down through the drain pipe too. All the bits and bones, the blood, everything plopping and swirling down the drain after them until it was all just gone. Then I'm sitting on the floor alone and exhausted. The book is on the floor next to me open to the final woodcut, the slithering creature with two terrified figures in its unholy grasp, and my parents' faces, screaming. <sighs> That's when I wake up exhausted, like I've been running all night and feeling just as scared and alone as I did in the dream. Oh, Liam, I'm so sorry your dreams are getting worse, but I'm glad you decided to stop by. This tea, my Wisteria blend, is a special brew that I only make for good friends who've come through a truly difficult time. Plants have power, and they'll help as long as you let them. I've sent you a small packet of tea sachets, too. I do hope it helps. Thanks. You know, I always feel more at peace after talking to you, Miss Faven, and your teas help me sleep better. I'm sure I've taken up enough of your time today, though. Thank you again for the tea. Thank you for listening. Of course. And Liam, do visit again soon. And let me know if those nightmares keep troubling you, okay? After Liam left, I made a note to follow up on the Ookie Spookies Tall Tale series and its author, Our Place. Though we'd successfully eliminated most of the tainted books from circulation years ago, it seemed some of the corrupted things from them, like this slither, were still leaking out into the world. How vile. And just one more item on my growing list of wrongs that needed to be set right. You should have left my love and poor Liam alone, slither. Why, if my tinker were here now, I'd have him take you apart, piece by piece, just like you did to Liam's family. But... For now, I'll wait. Hunting you will be good for us to do, together, when he comes back. And believe you me, he will make it back. You've been listening to The Eerie Parlor. Our mission is to terrify you, <laughs> electrify, and rock you to your core. Each episode is a short horror story inspired by urban legends, real-life experiences, folktales, or nightmares. It's what we do. Join us next time, but in the meantime, find us on Instagram at The Eerie Parlor. You survived another episode. Next time, you may not be so lucky. 